This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. Glenn, good morning, Dwayne. Good morning, Jay. Good morning. It's a bonus podcast. It's a bonus, and it, boy, do we have a bonus today. We we really do. We have a lot. We got a lot to talk about. We, you know, um, there's reasons that we have time for this second podcast today, and we're, we're hoping that that you enjoy the bonus podcast. I got to tell you that to lead off in the first topic, the one that I didn't even know about, because again, I've been working until wee hours of the morning. And Glenn told me something that I'm going to introduce it this way. As a trial lawyer, the one of the worst things you, you, one of the things you dread the most is going up against a person who is representing themselves and a non-lawyer. Mm-hmm. You don't like going up against a non-lawyer. There's a lot of reasons for it, but the judges do give a lot of leeway to an unrepresented, um, you know, litigant. And they will also, they will also say things that you're not prepared in your repertoire of objecting. They say things that the code of evidence doesn't, um, anticipate. (laughs) And that makes sense. So you're playing and it also feel like you're a bully when you play evidence, evidence games with them. But anyway, Here's the really problem, though. If you do lose to an unrepresented litigant and you get razzed unmercifully, unmercifully, <laughs> I mean, it's part of the you know baseball teasing. You know how to you, you never live that one down. Is that what you're telling? Me? Yes, and I'll even say this: three, three or four decades ago, when Justice Blake was a lawyer, he was a, a, he was a prosecutor. And he tried a case against a, a guy named Charles, a black guy named Charles. Very, very poetic, loud, you know, very, you like talking to him. Uh-huh. Anyway, but he apparently committed a crime back in his days. He's passed away now. Anyway, he, 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 had, he had made a point at David Post. I'm, this, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Post, Post, they, they made him the, uh, the, the injured defender for Charles. Uh-huh. And Charles didn't like. Uh, David Post, and I will tell you something, David Post is one of the smartest lawyers you ever meet. All he right. is smart. All right. He fired him. <laughs> so now he's up against future Justice Joe Blake <laughs> in oh, front boy. of a jury. Now, there's two there's two funny stories about it. He changed the way Louisiana does things. Uh, as an injured defender, they, they pay for your subpoenas. So he found out that all his friends who don't have jobs, that he could subpoena them to come testify in that trial. So he subpoenaed like 50 people, uh-huh. and they got paid to sit there all day in that trial. He didn't call any of them. <laughs> but they had, to, they had to pay him for being there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Anyway, he beat he beat Joe Blight. Wow. Okay. And and Justice Blight, you know, it's, he obviously get razzed. It's funny. But – Thirty years later, Justice Blake is now retired from the bench from and he and he does these ad hoc things. And so if there's somebody sick or can't handle a case, 
he'll come in and sit in to to hear the case. Mm-hmm. And I was in there, and that Charles' name got called. He got in trouble again. Goodness gracious. He, as he's walking up, Joe Black is so funny. He says, I remember that name. <laughs> so anyway, you don't want to lose when you're uncom- when, when, it's, when you don't have a lawyer against you. I think Nikki Nikki Haley did that in the political realm. I guess. Yes. <laughs> was that a long way to get to that? Well, maybe, but it was entertaining. So <laughs> it was a scenic route. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we got to see you go slowly to uh, around the scenic route. Um, Apparently, they had a primary, and they're going to have a primary and a caucus in Nevada um, for the Republican Party. And there's some, you know, nuances of why that is. But apparently, the one part of the government said, "No, you can. We're going to have the primary this way." And the Republican Party said, "What?" And it was pretty much an attempt to beat Trump uh, the way they did the primary. So the Republican Party said, well, heck with you. We're going to have a caucus Thursday right after. Well, because of that, no one is in the primary except Nikki Haley. All right. And they had they have to have for some reason, I guess they have to have another choice of something. So the computer probably makes you have it. Yeah. So the other choice was none of the above. And I, I commented to my wife last night, I go, wouldn't it be funny if she lost to none of the above? And we would laugh and think, you know, that won't happen. Surely they'll just, well, guess what happened? Um, Nikki Haley got 32% of the vote. None of the above got 62% or something like that. It was like 38 to 62. <laughs> it's where some more results come in. She's only got 30.8%. <laughs> Mike Pence, who's not running, got 4%, and none of these got double, more than double, Nikki, 62.9%. There you go. So, uh, basically, she defended herself and lost. But our, somebody, has, you know, has she has showed her face? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. You know, I haven't heard yet this morning. I haven't seen anything. You know, <laughs> she needs to drop out. What are you guys looking to see with South Carolina? Is this I, something I saw makes me think it's already happened? No, I think it's like the twenty seventh or the polling something. is but, so, and it's the reason they're focusing on South Carolina is because that's her chance to be at first. Her yeah state. I think she was governor at one time. So. Yeah, and so she, you know, the, they've been polling, and then all of a sudden the polls have switched dramatically to sixty or sixty five percent for Trump. Wow, you know. I don't, I don't know how it works in the political realm, but in the, in the if that were baseball or uh, if that were a lawyers that were lawyers who were doing this, she would be razzed unmercifully over this. Well, I, mean, I think it's coming. It's all in good. It's all you know. Baseball players and the lawyers do it in good in good fun. We yeah. all know. Every one of us know that it could happen to us. You know, you, everybody knows, and so you laugh about it. You just, I think it's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, we need to say happy birthday to Texas Jim. Texas Jim's birthday today. That's awesome. Well, if he's Texas Jim, is he now, does he now get the big Jim title? Nope, uh, Texas no. Jim. Glenn, Texas Glenn came Jim. up with the name Texas Jim and it's kind of okay. And that, Texas Jim, happy birthday. Yep. Yep. So, 
He hates the name, I think. But, no, I don't think uh, he's said anything about it at all. Jim's not a problem with names. He's a baseball player again. Okay, yeah. there you go. And he was in the military, so that probably is. February 24th is the big date. Is it really? Yeah. I predict by the 26th she'll drop out. Uh, yeah. If she doesn't, then... I don't think she will. Okay, but if she doesn't, here something else is going on. She thinks he's going to get shot. Yeah, and he, that that's a possibility. <laughs> you know, they they've denied uh, J, uh, RFK uh, Secret Service protection, and arguably he has a much better reason than any other potential candidate to have Secret Service protection because his father was killed by the CIA. You know, his uncle or father, I'm forgetting. You know, John John Kennedy. It's come out recently. The CIA was involved. Well, that's that's, uh, that's Kennedy, the current Kennedy, saying that. Hey, did you know that more people died in Ted Kennedy's car than died as a result of J (laughs) six? Well, that's true. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) we won't even go the about the Clintons and how many people. I, I can't do the Boston accent. I just remember what he said. All I know is I woke up in the morning. And Mary Jo and the car were gone. <laughs> Something to the that effect. The car was gone. <laughs> I can't do that accent. I can't either. <laughs> anyway, no, that's interesting that she's done that. Uh, no, I think that's what she's got to be doing is hanging on. And I think that's why uh, Ramaswamy Vanderlick, I think that's why he, Trump popped off at him. Because Vanderlick said something like that. Something to the effect of uh, somebody, something happens. And, uh, and Trump's going like, wait a second now. <laughs> well, you know, I think he's just observing what I think everybody's observing about the possibility. They hate him so bad. They want him. They'll do anything. And they're getting painted into a corner where they have very other, you know, diff- difficult to do. Well, personally, I think they're just keeping him busy. Hoping he'll have a heart attack. They're keeping him busy. Good God. They are keeping him busy. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, the latest gonna... poll for South Carolina shows Nikki Haley slightly less than half of Trump. So just basically, Who's, if, which, you say, which polls that? if you if you say none of these is sixty two point nine percent in in uh, Nevada, and Nikki got thirty percent. That's just about what the polls are showing as of February sixth for South Carolina. Wow! Wow! Yeah, she's she. That's she's that's a Democrat candidate and a Republican. It's like Cassidy in Louisiana. Yeah, it's a it's a uniparty at best. So when is qualifying for Senate? Because I will not let that man run opposed. I will I will put my name in there. I don't know. Uh, we're gonna have to look that one up. U.S. Senate. Yep. I would, I would hate it because I'm going to get it some envelopes because I have done some things. <laughs> At least it hasn't been with little boys or little girls. So. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> and it wasn't with, with uh, the prime minister or president of Italy either. Okay. What was he? With a consenting adult male? Okay, good. <laughs> well, are you, are you at least 36? Let's see. Yeah, 30, 30 years of age? Yep. Have you been a U.S. citizen at least nine years? At least. 
do you live within the state you want to run? Yes. Uh, that's the basic constitutional requirements. Right. Well, what I'm saying is if, if, if no legit Republican, in fact, if no, in fact, as long as he has somebody that runs against him, if nobody runs, I've always said I'm, I'm not ever going to let one of those liberal guys run unopposed again. And I'll just say he's a commie. I shouldn't have to run. He, he's a commie. You know, <laughs> I shouldn't. That's it. You shouldn't be voting for him. If you if you're voting for him, you're a commie. <laughs> I mean, I I just Cassidy should not be reelected. This is his year, isn't it? It's coming year. Um, has, has anybody announced they're running against him? You'd think they would, but I haven't heard. But probably need to research that a little bit and see what paperwork has to be filled out. Who has started? Oh, I'm already tell you who my my um, July twenty second, twenty twenty four. According to Gronk, is when the deadline. Okay, well, that, don't let me pass that up. I, I, nothing against you two, but my my campaign chair is, is not going to be either of you. It's going to be <laughs> it's going to be Russ Holcomb because he never sleeps either. He's like Rump Trump. He never sleeps. All right, well, Russ would be an excellent choice in my opinion. <laughs> he, the funny thing is, he'll be able to teach school umpire, keep up his field, and build a house. And, and still have and, more time. And do all the paperwork and file. And, and cause <laughs> enough ruckus that Cassidy would have to debate you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure of that one. Oh. And then I guess advertising will have to figure out somebody at Comrades for that too. But, all right. But uh, that's 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 interesting. It absolutely is. I uh, all right, so the next thing that's that that um you brought up Glenn was, um, well, we talked about Nikki Haley. Uh, we could talk about the border bill, I guess, some more. Uh, that is heating up on X. Like, I mean, Elon Musk is going nuts. Well, yeah, and and I tell you, you have to stay vigilant because you made the point either yesterday or before that. They snuck through that Obamacare mm-hmm. by 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 taking a bill entitled "Housing for Veterans." <laughs> <laughs> Gut that thing, stick in Obamacare in it, and, and got through that without having to have the super majority to to file that. Type yeah, of bill. it was a parliamentary procedure. Well, there, yeah, there were several tricks. Remember, it was voted on Christmas Eve. Yeah, she wouldn't let anybody leave. Held them hostage to Christmas Eve, so nobody could go put Santa toys together. And then they also, when they passed it, the wait, 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 wait. I gotta stop you right there. Are you telling me you don't think Santa Claus is real? Mm. Oh, Santa Claus is definitely real. Why do I never had to put these presents together? You didn't. No, Santa did that. All right. Sorry, I had to ask. You, you you definitely were assuming facts, not an evidence. All right, go ahead. <laughs> well, and then they changed the language so that when you vote for it, it, you weren't saying I voted for Obamacare. You were voting for the presumption that it, it was already passed. Hmm. They, they had this funky label and saying that, um, wording saying that, um, that they presumed that it had already passed or something like that. You have to go back and read it. It was really bizarre. Yeah, it was. It wasn't really done at all. Correct. All right. So, so and, we'll, and, it, and it didn't even originate in the House, which, which the Constitution says if it's a tax, it must. It yeah. didn't. 
Well, it wasn't attacked. the constitutional rules. Oh, no, they got it through. They, they, they bypassed it with that veterans bill. They, they, they are they are evil people. They are the commies. They, they, they don't mind killing. They don't mind lying. They don't mind cheating. That's that's just the the way they are. And um, and what was I going to say about this? Um, they, oh yeah, what Glenn was saying connected all together. Glenn was saying we got we can't really we need Russ Holcomb to stay awake and watch all this stuff because they may do it again. If they've done it once, why not do it again? We'll pass this bill. Middle of the night, we're going to take us a veteran's bill that everybody likes. Stick it in there. We're going to call it something it isn't. Right. And, and the next thing you know, they've legalized illegal. Um, I, I used to, when I was a silly 10th grader, I used to ask the teacher if it was fair cheating on a test. That's what this would be. Is it fair to cheat? Because they're basically going, okay, we're making illegal, legally, illegally, legal. Yeah, you know that right now. I think Dwayne probably knows this, but definitely because Sarah's into the immigration business. They have this that that um that what is it when you when you're brought over here by your parents and you you lived here your whole life and they give you a DACA. Okay. DACA gives you a you're illegal with a lawful presence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only the government. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they call it. You get DACA, you have a lawful presence. You're illegally here, but you have a lawful presence. <laughs> I guess you could say I leg- illegally got here, but now I've got a lawful presence. Uh, it's just it's an oxymoron to me. All right, so now this thing was a surprise to me. I heard about it less than 24 hours before they popped it on us. So they were hiding it, and somebody squealed and said, hey, this thing is coming out. And so I started looking for it, but I didn't know what it was about. And Glenn and Dwayne have uncovered a video of Senator Cruz, Lion Ted. Who may not be lying. Uh, well, no, he wasn't a liar then. It may be bad about Trump did that. Yeah. And I mean, that's just the way Trump, you know, defeats his opponents. But Ted Cruz being... I'm sorry. This year, I've noticed him being more useful than anybody else, and you know, up there in Washington, uh, more very useful. You know. So. Okay, but to set it up, I'll start it. And, and Dwayne, you can, you can, you can set up anything I missed. But basically, more than a week ago, before this bill was even hinted about, he gave an impromptu speech, no notes. He got up there and spoke his mind. Is the best way I can put it. What do you say, Dwayne? Yeah, it, it was. Uh, he may have had some talking point notes, but he was not reading from a speech. And this was January 25th, I believe, on or, on or before 25th of January. Okay, Mr. Smurdy, cube, cube, cube uh, video number, I mean, uh, audio number two. Yes. Oh, he does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've got no sound. Hang on a second. Good thing is that Glenn can look on it and say that it. The Democrats don't care. Here we go. Last year, 853 migrants died crossing illegally into this country. Alejandro Mayorkas didn't even know how many had died because he didn't care. When I brought 19 senators down to the border, we saw a man who drowned floating in the Rio Grande. Democrats don't care. Last year, thousands upon thousands of children were brutalized and sexually assaulted by human traffickers, and Democrats don't care. Last year, thousands of women were sexually assaulted by human traffickers, and Democrats do not give a damn. 
Last year, more than 100,000 Americans died of drug overdoses from Chinese fentanyl flooding across the southern border, and Democrats do not give a damn. Now, you may say, well, come on, that's harsh. They care. They care. Somewhere in their hearts, they care about all the people suffering and dying. Baloney. Because if they cared, they would stop it. If you cared about the children being raped at the border, you would say no more. When Joe Biden came in, we had the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. He inherited success, and he deliberately broke it. Democrats want these open borders. And this bill, this mysterious bill, that is buried down in the basement of Chuck Schumer's office. All of you have a living as reporters. Ask yourself, why have you not read the text of the bill? There's a reason. As bad as we think the bill is, I promise you it's worse. <laughs> the people pushing this deal knew. <laughs> no, if the American people knew what was in it, they would be against it. Wow. This supplemental bill is a kamikaze plane in a box canyon with no exits headed for a train wreck. With no bolts on the emergency door. That's right. Look at this bill. This bill is not designed to fix this problem. By the way, the single greatest national security threat to America, this right here. Yeah, that's. I, I'll stop it right there. Because he, he was fixing to go down the road of, of uh, that this bill is going to basically encode and force open borders. Wow. Making it hamstring in the next president, which they showing more and more that they're afraid they can't pull off cheat. Plus, yep. it, it also um, took away the state's right to do anything mm-hmm. and left it all with the federal government. It's there already. I understand, but at least Texas could do something. And they, they've been trying to do, you know, I, I tell you, the best political move I've seen in forever is busing the immigrants to sanctuary cities. Yeah, uh, it was the best political move. I don't care what it cost them. It, it we wouldn't have had all this. Show, yeah. Show we wouldn't have known any of this. It did. The only the only thing is that I think that for New York and California, Dwayne has con- convinced me that was a rope a dope. Yeah, send them here. <laughs> well, that's the other thing that's in the news. New Yorkers are up in arms. A family of four with SNAP. Um, gets on average $200 a month on a SNAP, you know, food card, food stamp card, and then go to grocery stores, bodegas, whatever. But the items are limited. They're categorized. You know, you can't you can't get alcohol and cigarettes and stuff like that. Yeah, listen, you can only get certain cheese. So you, you, go, in, you go in there, and if it's craft cheese, you can't get it. But if it's Brooklyn well, cheese, you can. it depends. That varies state by state. But in... But yes, you're right. You you are limited in some ways, in different ways, in different states. But here's the deal. They were feeding these immigrants food, having food delivered. The immigrants didn't like the food, and so much of it was being thrown away that the mayor said, well, let's do something different. So they got them prepaid cards, and they were giving the family a $4,000 prepaid money on a card that they can't track, can't restrict, and do whatever they want with the money. It's like cash. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Of course, you know, I'm so against welfare at all. And my whole thing is I'll let them come, but they can't have any welfare. And then we're giving them a $1,000 uh, 
Car- now, do each one of them get one, or does the family get one? I don't know. It's a family of four thousand dollars is what they're saying on average. You know, I, I, I happen. Well, you'll never figure out who it was because I happened upon it accidentally. They accidentally sent some mail to us, and I saw what somebody gets on a disability check, and it's less than that. They earned it. They got apparently. You know, I returned it to them. Said, I said, "This had our name on it. Oh, I had our name on it. It was mailed to us." Um, but I saw what they got. I went, "Oh my word! You can't live on that." Yeah, you know, can you? Can you live on eight hundred a month? Mm-mm. No. My gas bill was that in the winter. <laughs> Not even if you paid off everything in your house was free. You can't live on utilities and groceries for that. No. Not currently, no. Which, by the way, the old, uh, the GDP increase that Biden is touting is because of inflation. <laughs> Not any other reason. <laughs> He's right. So he goes to Vegas and gives a speech, right? And he talks about a conversation with a French president who's been dead since the Macron, 90s. yeah, since '96. And, and he said German, um, French. So he didn't even remember which country. Yeah. And he finally got to French, and Macron and me were talking the other day, kind of. Well, maybe, maybe it's that. You maybe know, he is. Maybe he's seen what do you dead, call those those de- those that death experiences where you? Yeah, he's he's walking down the hall of, of light and uh, <laughs> sees some buddies, and they say, "Don't go in there, Joe." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I have I have read uh, not recently, but over the last couple of weeks, I've been reading about what it is that Democrats are going to do because. Literally, I think Biden could die any day. He's got all the signs. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's, I don't know what drugs they give him and prop him up, but, you know, now he's not, he's not going to do the Super Bowl interview. Now, the good news is that Trump magnanimously said, if you want ratings gold, I'll be happy to do it. <laughs> and he says, ratings gold. Have you seen He'll do all those Trumpo taking um, these speech that that um, um, Britney Swift gave at the um, <laughs> the Grammys. Britney Swift, uh, Taylor <laughs> well, Swift, James. As bad as that sounds, if you listen to it, it's worse because it's not just the the gap. Yeah, it's horrible. What is? Well. You, you, you got my Biden? For you. Yeah. I wasn't finished with, with Britney Swift. Britney Swift? Okay. He, they did some AI and made her say things she doesn't say. <laughs> but she basically endorsed Trump in their speech in the Grammy when you read it. And it looks like you're saying it. That's funny. <laughs> it's getting scary. It, it really is. I mean, that, you know, now I will tell you this that Ildo Aldo does not make the lips perfect. The voices are, but he. I think he's trying to make sure he. Yeah, but there you could make the. I think he's perfect. What I'm saying is, I think he's trying not to. Yeah. So you'll know it's it's parity, and he don't want to get any trouble about trying to say that it's. That yeah. It's a deep fake. All right. So you're saying, I, 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 I mean, I think you're going to say something that's, that all of us are obviously they're not trying to discourage you talking about it, but the guy can't put together a sentence. Yeah, you want to listen just a little bit of this clip here? Yeah. It's really, really revealing. 
sat down and I said, America's back. And Mitterrand from Germany, I mean, from France, looked at me and said, uh, said, you know, why, why, how long are you back Trauma led by Javumpachi tour. Yeah. yeah he, he, he can't put thoughts together. No. Not, not just gets off on one word or a phrase. He can't put thoughts together for a sentence at all. Yeah, he's, he's toast. Yeah, there's no question about that. So, so you know, I, every time we talk politics, I'm going to ask this, so you better be ready to update me on where you are this particular day. I, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to start off with this. I, I think Dwayne, again, was very insightful. I think that Trump is looking for an apprentice. I think that he was very insightful on that. It was before anybody else was saying that, Dwayne was saying here on James' perspective. And I agree with him now. Absolutely, that's what he's going to do. All right. Now, that means no Nikki Haley, obviously. That means that means no Bobby Kennedy. Okay. He's not going to want that guy to come in behind him. All right. Uh, I know Ramalama Dama Ding Dong Randerlick is a possibility. Um, I'm giving you my opinions on that. I think that he, I might come around to that, but he needs to run something first. I want, I, I'm telling you, I think that my. What does he need to run? My dream? No, he doesn't need to. My dream is this. It would be this, that Trump wins on a landslide. They can't cheat and he gets it. And somehow or another, we get a majority in both the House and the Senate. That doesn't mean we'll get anything passed because at least two-thirds of those rhinos are rhinos. Republicans are rhinos. They're they're commies. Yeah. If we got it. All right. But I want him to – I want Trump to appoint Ramadama Vanderlick to be the person that disbands the FBI. Well, wouldn't that that be awesome? Yep. Well, uh, okay, if you look at Trump's first presidency, one of the key players behind the scenes was Jared Kushner. Okay. Now, you might say Kushner never did anything in government, and he didn't. He even admits that in his book. Yet we have the Abraham Accords because of him. Now, he also did a lot more than just that, and Trump would say, yeah, this is my uh, liberal son-in-law. He, he called him New York liberal. And he goes, oh, I need you to build the wall and find the money. He did a lot of that, by the way. Find the votes. Well, he said find the money. <laughs> he did not say find the votes. Uh, now, think about uh, Ramaswamy Vivek. Uh, I have to say that because I don't want to call him Vanderlick. Uh <laughs> That's a reality show, by the way, James. You need to check it out because it's weird. There's a Vanderlick? It's I Van, yeah. I made that name up. I understand, but somehow the 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 things aligned. I saw it on Discovery. I went, oh, my God. Well, you know, it gets me. Ramadam Vanderlick. That's what, seven syllables? Vivek Ramaswamy. Six. Just last name, okay? Steve Lee has two syllables for both names. <laughs> All right, we'll just call him Base Steve Lee. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, think about this. Trump gives once an apprentice, like he says. He gives the uh, Ramaswamy, okay, guess what? You got to close the border. Get it done. <laughs> We got. We need a secure border. Get that done. We'll just do what they did last time. It worked. Yeah, it you did. send them back. 
You say, okay, we'll, we'll review your asylum for seven years, but you're going to have to remain in Mexico. The Mexican government goes, oh, oh. Remember we went over that case and they tried to stop it. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, man. Yeah. I mean, so I, that's my thing is, is, if, is if he goes in and they give him a real job like killing the FBI, I still would rather kill the FBI because I think Trump can do the border without him. Yeah. I think it's going to take somebody very uh, uh, with, with a quick wit to get that done. Well, someone also that can explain how it's going to work, which he's done many times. And, uh, you know, everybody's saying he needs to pick a person of color. Well, you know, he would fit that category, but I don't know that that's why he's doing it. Trump has always wanted to be near brilliant people. That's what he wants to surround himself with all the time. Why did he call me? Uh, Because he doesn't know about you, James. Mm. You know, once he finds out, you're going to be task. But he, 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 he is for all his entire liar, you know, everything you've seen about him, he flocks to people who are more, yeah, yeah, that that arguably could be said are better than him. All right. So I don't know when you had me almost, I'm almost mad at you making me do that two or three weeks of G spots. That would have called not X spot X, X Twitter, (laughs) Twitter. <laughs> Making you, yeah, I made you. I put twisted. Well, you wanted me to, and I did it. I, I I went through it, but I can't remember where I heard some of this stuff because it's all in pieces. And it could have been, it could have been um Scott Adams. It could have been Prozac. It could have been son of a bitch. <laughs> um, who knows where I got it? But all right, maybe in you, maybe. All right, so um, they were talking about things that were important in an employee and. In front of hard work, I think was trust. That was the main thing that they need out of their employees is trust. Mm-hmm. Where did I get that? Or can I now claim my dad said it? Your dad probably said it. Uh, but the reason you want trust is there's only one coin for trust. It's trust. So, in other words, you you don't buy trust. I got you. You have to earn trust, and it's black and white almost. It's just almost- yeah, you, you know the trust. You know, you know, trust is to any relationship, let alone employee relationship. They have to trust you. You have to trust them, because otherwise, you can't get anything done. It's true. It's true. And and I, I've I have been very very open. Not a lot of times I'm open about my mistakes. First of all, it keeps me getting the envelope. But <laughs> but the second thing is, is I want my children to know I'm not perfect and I've made mistakes. And when I was a young lawyer, I thought that you it was okay to not lie, but to deceive maybe your opponent, to to not tell the judge everything. Right. The problem is when they find out everything, you've lost. Why didn't you tell me? You lost trust. And there was a 10-year period where a judge, everything I it didn't matter which judge I put in front of here in, in, in our two parishes, Union Lincoln, that they didn't scrutinize everything. They were kicking out stuff that probably didn't even need to be kicked out, but they didn't mm-hmm. trust me. Yeah. I had to earn that freaking trust back, and it was a long, hard road, but I realized lying costs time. 
not like people think from memory. They always say, oh, I can't remember lies. That's not it. It takes extra work to get things done because you were you were dissembling. Right. And so so I get it. I even if I have somebody who's not extremely hard worker, if I can't if if I can trust them, that lets me not think about it. Okay, they're going to come because I mean I will tell you right now, knock on wood, all of my employees if they make a mistake, don't they almost can't get to the door quick enough to say, hey, I did this. Yeah, and that's reflected by the leader. Unfortunately, in most big companies, the bigger they get, the more often you find a lack of trust from everywhere. And sometimes leaders have to make these decisions that are, you know, horrible. Well, if you if you look at my theory of conflict resolution, yeah. there there's one of the five that requires a significant amount of trust, and there's one that will cause you to lose trust out of the five. Right. So competition will um, destroy future cooperation and trust. So if you're constantly competing, constant contests, collaboration, where you try to invent a solution that neither party by themselves could come up with, um, it requires a lot of time and a lot of trust. If you, if you don't trust, you're not going to collaborate. There is also a problem with compromise. If trust is real low, then a compromise won't work because you won't trust the other side will live up to what they agreed to. Yeah, I need to go back and I keep doing it. And Glenn says to me and I lose it again. Uh, I think what I'm going to do is make it my screen instead of having that woman that's running along the beach I've had for 20 years now. Yeah, you can do that. I'll make you a, um, a poster you can hang on your wall. I don't want to do that. He wants it on the screen. <laughs> you know, you know I, I want to tell you something. I'm not New Age at all, but I have read New Age in particular. Uh, what's his name? Um, you know, it's really the only one I've really truly read. Uh, the, Dyer? Yeah. What's his Dr. first Dr. Wayne Dyer. Wayne Dyer. A very, very good writer. But I will say this. The reason that I ended up reading a lot of his books was that he's like Scott Adams. You might read a lot of stuff that you don't interest you, but that he has that one jewel. But I'll never forget I was going through a period of time where I was unhappy in school and, you know, what am I doing here? Like everybody has in their lives at some point or another. And I pick up that book and I'm miserable. I'm mad at everybody. And he goes, just the light switch. You can just turn it on. Mm-hmm. You know, you're turning on unhappy, turn on happy. And, and I'd be daggum if it's not true. Choose to be it's, happy. It's just a decision. <laughs> you don't have it, uh, you know, I have a feeling and you could probably do it in prison. What's that guy that wrote and said that you can, in fact, they can't, they control my body, but they can't control my thoughts. Victor Frankl. Yeah. So anyway, but, um, he, uh, why did I get off? And what was the topic before that? Oh. Dang it. Make, I was going to make you a poster. Oh yeah. Why? Oh, you, why oh, you need it on oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, all right. As much as he thinks you can make, you can, you can. You, 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 uh, if you say things, if you do, if you believe things, they'll happen. He thinks that, he thinks that, um, materialistic things slow you down. Okay. And now I went farther with that and got to other, read, read other philosophers on that. And I am convinced it's true. That is that the more stuff that you've got to deal with, the, the, the more it drags down your energy to take care of. Okay. 
But, and I'm not trying to get into that too deeply, except to say that that's why I don't hang things on walls. Okay. I don't, I don't have things on my desk that I don't need. I don't, I, you know, this room right here in a way drives me crazy. Um, so, so why you got that pin up girl? In your office? <laughs> you know, I, I, I had a picture. I had a picture of Linda Ronstadt's face in every dorm room that I ever had. I was a huge Linda Ronstadt fan. Um, really? I would have never guessed it. Wait, you know, now Charlotte's got me convinced of, oh my gosh, it's going to be conspiracy fighters. She has me convinced that that CIA outfit they had in Los Angeles, she was part of, what was the name of it? That hat that was out there. By a, MK Ultra? Yeah, MK Ultra, but they had some place out there by an Air Force base or something out there. That, yeah, that's, I remember having a lot of colorful metaphors come out of my mouth trying to get that book. Um, but I mean, honestly, you say I probably heard one of Taylor Swift's songs I, I don't think I have. If I have, I don't remember it. But she thinks it's that's all CIA stuff. That they, they they put stuff in the songs and stuff. That if you start listening to them, you'll. All right. So why do they play that bad music at at Lowe's so loud? So loud. That that is probably is I have a, some experience with uh, sound systems and being in Sonic. Um, that is. Probably because someone didn't set the volume correctly, <laughs> and they don't know how to unset it because they wire those things down so damn hard that they have to come on at a certain level, and you're stuck. And if you touch them, it turns it off, and then they say, oh, well, you don't have music here when the guy comes with his clipboard to check you out. That's funny. All right, so back to it. No, I want to put it where. All right, so for, since I've had this computer that I that I have that you know that I use for my office, mm-hmm. uh, it's a Surface Pro book or whatever. Anyway, um, it it's had this picture of this woman running along the beach, and it's kind of a shadow of her. So it's right, not a silhouette. It's not a it's not a pinup. Wayne. It's just a young lady running along the beach and it came on the computer. I'm thinking about changing that to put your conflict resolution on there. Okay. Well, that could work now. All right. Wait, wait. I'm done. You're not done? This is where we were heading. Okay. I got another question for you guys. You know, one of the movies that you that, that, you know, some movies you watch, you learn from them, some you just relax on. Some, some, you know, for controversy, you know, philosophy, but one of the movies for edifying, um, you know, to learn a lot, um, is Fast Time in Richmond High. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Okay. <laughs> in that movie, there's a, one of the characters is working in a burger place. Right. And they sell breakfast too, but it's a burger place, but they sell breakfast. And so they have a money back guarantee if you don't. Like the meal, you get your money back. And some jerk of Lloyd eats all of it, but maybe two bites. And he comes back, I didn't like my meal. And he's being a jerk about it. And finally, the kid goes, Well, you ate it all. And he goes, I don't care. You said if I didn't like it, I was 100% satisfied to get my money back. And so finally, the kid snapped and called him a, a, a bad name. Should he have been fired? Oh yes. 
at the why, table why was he at one of those restaurants where you're required to insult the guests, <laughs> then he should have got a raise. <laughs> All right, so now that one I knew was going to be the answer from Glenn because I know how he ran his restaurants. You had to give him the money back. Yeah, don't don't argue. Just okay. Here you go, sir. And then you're done. <laughs> well, so what I want to know is better than that. I want Dwayne to run through his dispute resolution and how should he have handled it. Uh, not Dwayne. I know how Glenn would handle. It. I wonder how Dwayne's dispute resolution would work. All right. So if you follow the <laughs> the uh, conflict resolution tree, you have to ask yourself: Is it productive conflict? Yes or no. If it's productive, you just keep the con- the uh, manage the conflict, keep it a cognitive task oriented. Um, if it's not, then we're going to go through finding which one of the five techniques to resolve it. All right. So, so this is this is an algorithm. Think of this as artificial intelligence algorithm to conflict resolution. The first artificial intelligence, Dwayne. Okay, go ahead. All right. So it, if we say no, it's not productive. Then the next question on the decision tree is: There plenty of time or lives at stake? Nope. <laughs> nope. So if we say no, then we eliminate collaboration and we go over to the next question. Is it involving a hot hat? Are you surprised? Too emotional? It doesn't matter. More more important issues, or you cannot get your concerns met. Yes or no? Hot headed? Yep. Oh, the guy against him. Well, the guy that the customer was totally hot hot headed. He was totally okay, un- so, he was totally unreasonable. So then, you, so then you move over to yes, and that brings you down to avoidance, least assertive, passive withdrawal, no solution. Least time to implement. In this case, that means refund the money, just like Lee said. So I'm right. <laughs> Damn it! There you, there you go. Dwayne Chat GPT says do what Glenn said. <laughs> That's a good. Hit. I like it. Yeah. There you go. That's funny. All right. Are we ready to move on to a new another wrinkle that happened last night? Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. I haven't had any sleep. That's why my mind, yeah, right. my mind is a wondering. Wondering, wondering. Uh, squirrel. Anyway, but um, Ronald McDaniel, head of the yeah. Republican <laughs> National Committee or whatever, uh, stepped down. RNC. I don't know what it stands for. Republican National, National Committee. Committee. Okay. Yeah. She stepped down and saw that. Uh, this is something that Vivek had called for at one of the presidential debates. I mean, I think we've all been calling for this. Why did Why did it take so long? Because was that a DEI, DEA, or whatever, or whatever they call it, I, DIE, or Yeah, I mean, Trump finished it. You know, so in other words, she's stepping down because Vivek first pointed this out, I'm sure people were talking about it, but publicly pointed out we're losing all the time. Why the heck is she the head? And DEI, she's a white female. Uh, So last night she said she was going to step down after I think North Carolina? I'm not sure. Women's South. Yeah. South South Carolina, uh, she is stepping down, which has been, you know, uh, a lot of people are saying finally. Well, yeah. I mean, of course, of course who's going to replace her? That's the question. Yes. That's a good question. 
I don't know who, but that's right. a good question. Did you see that that McCarty has put his name in the hat? Hmm. I saw that on Gateway Pundit. So I, did, I didn't sure read the article. I didn't read the article, so it could be wrong. Well, uh, no, Matt Gates on X says this. I fully endorse Kevin McCarthy for RNC chair. Kevin is well organized and a very high re- revenue fundraiser. He will also be well liked by the RNC committee. The RNC chair doesn't make any p- policy decisions, set any agenda, or negotiate against Democrats ever. Kevin would be, let me see the rest, terrific. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, apparently he has put his name in the hat, in the ring, as they call it. All right. So, all right. So Gates, his reasoning was that it's about money. It's about raising money. Uh, he's you need to be well liked, uh, but you don't make any policy decisions or negotiate with Democrats. Okay. So let me ask you this. I um I'm pulling from memory. It could be wrong, but when before Ramalama Dandridik, Ramaswamy Dandridik, whatever his name is, he before he dropped out. Supposedly, that woman, what's her name, Nick, wanted to just step down? Uh, I'm seriously without sleep. You have to remember her name. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm serious about not remembering anybody's name. Uh, anyway, she was overheard saying that man, Ramaswamy Vanderlick's not going to get any money from the RNC. Ronna McDaniel. Ronna McDaniel. Okay, yeah. so Ronna McDaniel was heard, overheard saying, uh, well, live mic things that that Ramaswamy Vanderlick is not getting a dime of RNC money. What makes them think that McCarty won't do that to Trump? I don't know. And, well, and, and, I'm, I'm here to tell you Donald Trump is going to have a big say in who becomes RNC chair. Yeah, I agree. Well, he hasn't called he's yet. Probably, he's probably going to pick the person. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, James, James, James. All right. Well, um, yeah, I think that would be my opinion as well, uh, Dwayne, that he's going to say, no, this is he, who does it. He's he's the de facto king of GOP right now. Yeah, because of his poll numbers. He's Darth Vader. So do you have to, does the manager of that place have to go back and teach that kid, or do you just fire him? <sighs> I just so fire Sonic? him. Now, I would fire him. Now, there are it depends if it's the, in that exchange, it was a white male. So yeah, you fire him immediately. <laughs> white hetero male. Hell yeah. We can fire him. No one gives a damn. I mean, you can't teach. No, no, you can't teach someone who snaps. Okay. You, because they've snapped. That's in their brain. Now, if you've trained them properly. Now, what I find over and over and over again is that, um, People don't believe you when you say, give it to them, and that you have to be step in like the manager did. If he, he should have heard the conflict immediately and said, oh, I'm sorry, sir, and stepped in, then he could have saved his employee, but he didn't. He was probably filling out paperwork, you know? Yeah, he was in the building, but not, not there. Yeah, and, and there's corporate entities will give you bunches of busy work as a manager so you don't steal. <laughs> I fought that every day of my existence. And the hardest 
fight I had as an owner of Sonics was convincing my frontline people it was okay to give it to them. I had to do it over and over and over and over. Well, Dwayne, you, no, thank you. Thank you. you I, I probably will pop back on because it's up. What's happened is his, science, he, his conflict resolution things there. Mm-hmm. That's what made my mind wander back that direction. Let's talk about, about something Dwayne did get wrong. Oh. It wasn't that the Alaska airline had too few bolts. <laughs> they didn't have any. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> there were no damn yeah. bolts in the bus. Yeah. Bow! It's not Alaska Airlines' fault that they didn't <laughs> notice that the bolts were empty, uh, missing. <laughs> they just covered over it with some spackle. There you go. When I saw that, I said, that's ridiculous. (laughs) So I'm I'm wondering, um, I I need to know more about this. I'm going to have to dive into it a little deeper. I'm thinking there was some kind of a a bolt put in the door to hold it in place. But in that is some kind of another bolt or locking pin in the end of it that holds it on. Or were the bolts missing completely and just a friction of the door held it there? I find it hard to believe that there wasn't something that was holding it that rattled loose because it wasn't retained. Well, I'm sure it's got a handle. No, no. It's a plug door. Plug doors don't have handles. It's just a cork. Yep. I can't wait for you to find that out. I can't. I I did want to bring that up, though. That was like no bolts. So there, we forgot to glue the plan together. Yeah. Here's the funny, uh, or not funny part, here's the legal part that I would think you would be focusing on, is that in the manufacturing, Boeing, Boeing subcontracted to another company that does the door part on the airframe and puts it together. And then Boeing takes delivery from them, finishes it up, and then ships it to Alaskan Airlines, and then Alaskan Airlines has some duty to check it out and to maintain it. So where does that responsibility fall along those three companies? Good point. We're going to have to do some conflict resolution. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Well, those three, yes. I, I, don't, I don't understand how that's going to work. You'll be able to sue all three? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> of course. I'll take that case. <laughs> we got to get you contact information with the boy with the miss- missing shirt that got sucked <laughs> out. That's, that's crazy. All right. So, so we had England, you know, since the kings don't count anymore, they've, they've, they pretty much, uh, you know, they just, they're ceremonial. And Queen Victoria lasted forever. You know, she didn't die. And then Elizabeth did the same thing. You know, this latest Elizabeth just stayed alive. In fact, the first one was pretty old. Yeah. Um, so so the they have this they have this thing about Queen's longevity is just crazy, right? So Charles, you know, murders well, I can't say that. There, there's his wife dies in a accident with a an Arab oil man or something, right? Yeah. And 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 he's sitting here having to wait for his mom to die. So he could become the the big poopa, right? Right. So finally, last year, he finally becomes king. And did I see he has cancer? He has been diagnosed with cancer. They don't say what it is. I would suspect prostate. 
Oh, that okay. Well, he he was going in for something to do prostate. So people have been speculating it's either prostate cancer or bladder cancer, but we really don't know. No, we don't. So so do we know who the heir apparent is? Well, before you go there, they're saying what they are saying is that it was caught very early, which normally means recovery. Okay, but do we know who the heir apparent is? <laughs> no. Yeah, his son, first born. One of them renounced his, right? Yeah, but yeah, he's that, second that's born. That's the younger one. The, the good son is the older one. That's the heir. Okay. Okay. So so he's old already. Now, Charles is not, uh, you know, a spring chicken. He's pretty old, right? Yeah. And so I just thought. Be but, careful. I think he's your age. Is that <laughs> it? Man, he looks like he's going through it. Yeah, he, he's been road hard put up wet, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know he was that young. I, he was old. Let's, let's see. What's his age? 75 years yeah. old, so he's got you beat by Eleven quite years. a bit. Yeah. He looks old. So, anyway, so so what you're telling me is at this point, we know it's the, they've released that he has some type of cancer that it's we don't even they even said what the prognosis is yet or have they? No. They said they caught it early. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. What else we got, guys? This is fun. Well this is, this is fun trying to talk while you're sleepy. While you're sleepy. Um uh, you know, I I don't get the whole border deal is baffling. Why so many of both sides are saying, oh, if we don't pass this, we're in trouble. And it doesn't make no damn sense. Well, they're communists. Well, why are they communists, James? What is the incentive for them to be communists? Okay, well, let's go. Is that productive to ask that question? I don't know. Well, let's look at the tree. Look at the tree. <laughs> you know, I, I, I really do believe that, that we are ruled by blackmail. And if that's true, then don't we need a new congressional Congress and stop all this crap? I, you know, that's why I want to stop. I don't think we clean out the FBI. I think we need to buy them all. I think, yes, I think we should start over. Okay. Then would that be a reason for no elections? No, no. I just would, I would like, I would just like, I would like, you know what? It would really be nice. Whoever has all this blackmail stuff gets it from the blackmailers. <laughs> That's that's the key. Get it from Hillary. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think she's giving that up, James. Anyway, you know, if hey. you look at it just makes no damn sense why they think this border bill needs to be passed. It's just All right. Again, to me the signs that this thing is, is rigged all the way is just what you're talking about. All right. all right. So why do the Republicans always be the ones who have to give in? All right. Why why did they not impeach Mayorkas. Why, you know, who, what, it, it, I'm telling you right now, I'm starting to really dislike Big Mike Johnson. I, I listened to Mark Levin last night for just about 10 or 15 minutes. He was ranting and raving. I thought he was going to blow a gasket. Well, let, 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 well, before you tell me, let me just, because I haven't seen anything. Let me just, okay. see how much I match up against this, because I don't know. But my thinking is, he wanted that, 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 that Big Mike Johnson should never have allowed that impeachment inquiry to start if he didn't have the votes already. Right. You don't 
hold a peach an impeachment like that without knowing the result. And he wanted us to fail. He wanted that. He does not. I think he's one of them. I think that this guy is wanting us to have no confidence in our government and no confidence that we can do anything about this because we will continue to fail. Why? Why is it that way? And I'm I'm telling you right now, I don't think that that we're out of the the woods on this uh, this immigration bill. I think it's very possible that it'll get passed because they have these people by the by the by the yang somehow. And 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 so. Uh, why? Why is it that way? Why is it that we always are the ones who have to compromise? Why is it that way? Why is it that, that Big Mike Johnson said we would not put any more money in Ukraine? And we did. Why did he say Big Mike Johnson said we weren't going to have any more stopgap bills? And we did. That's because they want to fail. They want to fail. The Republican Party wants to fail. They are the Washington generals to the gold cars. Hmm. Why? Why? Well, part of it's blackmail. Part of it is part of it's but blackmail by itself. I don't, you know, by itself. You know, I, I mean, there'd be somebody who would step up. I mean, this just looks like destruction of our country. Well, well, that's what communists do. They got to destroy everything before they can control it. Yeah, but what James is saying is, why is it that? The people who you think and who appear to not want to destroy our country don't have the the testicle fortitude to stand up with at least equal vigor against those who apparently do. Yeah, we had two congressmen drop out recently, and they wheeled somebody in. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Trump is showing the way. So a lot of people's what they think is legitimate criticism of Trump's tactic and style is that he's so aggressive and so harsh and so mean. He's showing you how to be a fighter. Oh, absolutely. The, it's like Rush Limbaugh this, That's what Rush Limbaugh would say. This is what fighting back looks like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, but it, it's to me, this border bill means we need to stop the whole damn thing till we figure it out. <laughs> Everything. But we can't go to sleep. That's the problem. Well, They'll do I it know. in the middle of freaking night. Well, that's the mean that's why I mean shut down the whole government. So James, could it be simply and I'm gonna be the most optimistic here, could it be simply that good guys finish last and it handicaps us because people have honorable intentions and they just don't fight with the same vigor? To, to an extent, and, and I'll agree with that, and I'll, I've even said this before, if if a if a Democrat or if a Republican who runs on family values has a weak moment and he, and he, and he has sex with an intern, that's the end of their career. Right. That's what happened to Newt Gingrich. Right. You can't do it. Right. But Bill Clinton can have can get oral sex in the, in the, in the Oval Office with an intern and be fine because they don't run on family values. So if you run on family values, then you're going to be judged by family values. And if you run on, oh, no, I like sex, you're fine. You know, so so it's hard to, you know, they, they just had that recent deal where one of the one of the interns got boogered by another intern right there in a Senate hearing room. And videoed it. Right. They, well, that's okay. That's what Democrats do. So there is a different standard, but we've set that. We've, we're, 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 we are 
Pat Rat, Peshack, and in bed we go. And Daniel, we're supposed to be a higher standard than um, than everybody else. So part of it's that, yes. Okay, I'm going to say that that we aren't willing to split the baby. We're not willing to destroy the baby. We're wanting to try. We we want this idea that we're trying to keep the baby alive, and they don't care. They're willing to kill the baby. So that's what yeah, you're saying. We, we we have moral limits, right? And they don't. Right, right. Do do. How do you clean up that mess? Well, I have an idea. No, no, I'm talking about the the two faggots in the in the Senate hearing room. No, the, this, this idea could be part of it. So, okay, you, you asked me one time, what do we do about employees we can't fire? And I said, well, Trump was trying to implement a way to deal with that. Well, here's another way. There are currently. 360 million square feet of space that the federal government leases and holds in 8,000 buildings all across the United States of America. Empty space. Ship these assholes out into padded rooms until you can figure out how to defund their job. Oh, man. I, uh, my, my not North Dakota would be a great place for some of them. Well, I mean, I've heard that, <laughs> that, that theory, but I think, I think Trump doesn't want that because he wants he. I think his idea is to get rid of them. Yeah, but sometimes you have to have a get rid of cue you. where you put them. Hey, I've, I've, I've heard that theory before. And I, I agree with it. I agree with it. I think that, I think that part of the problem is that, that even if you go – and and I I have I, I coach baseball, and some of those players now are young men, and they're and they're in jobs now, and they're doing very well. Okay, now they might have grown up thinking, hey, you know what? I've heard my parents talk about the bad people that are in the Republican Party. I think I'll go to Washington D.C. and I'll help clean it up. And then they get there, and there's orgies and all kinds of things, and you can't get in the right groups. And the next thing you know, you're Washington, D.C., and you're no longer Ruston, Louisiana. Now, I don't the, – the guys I'm talking about are still here in Ruston. But I can see that they, 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 they're excited about their new careers. They're, they see me, and, they, and they'll say, you know, blow smoke up my rear and say, oh, man, you're the one that taught us how to be a man, that kind of stuff, right? But you can right. see the – Excitement in their eyes that they're working for banks or for James Davison or somebody like that. Yeah. Um, you know, like, but not, I don't know how the rich people like Dwayne are that they're hiring people like that or not. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but anyway, I can see they get to Washington, D.C., and then they get caught up in that garbage there. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, they get up, they get caught up in the, uh, it's, it's kind of like the, um, Secret societies, so to speak, not so well, kind of secret. What is it called? The um, Scottish rites and the and the Shriners and the, yeah, uh, the Masonites uh, and all that. You obviously did. The yeah. So it's kind of like that, where you you evolve, you have degrees in different organizations. So I think the cocktail parties at five thirty, six o'clock is the step one, and I think the secret society is the highest level or degree. And there's this whole, you know, assembly line of filtering people up through uh, from the beginning to the end there well, as they develop trust and gain blackmail material over each other. Speaking of blackmail material, I got to say that 
that I was quoting Richard Nixon on something, and I get interrupted and didn't get to finish because he was talking about that something grove. What's that grove that he Bohemian Grove? And he said it's a bunch of faggots. And I was going to say yeah. faggots at the Bohemian Grove, and I got cut off. So it just sounded like I said faggots. <laughs> North, North, that, Ca- North California. Yeah, that's what Richard Nixon's interview. I mean, when they you know, recordings that were in the uh, White House. You know, the Watergate recordings, they had thousands, of one of them where he says that, have you ever been at Bohemian Grove? That's <laughs> And so I was going to quote Richard Nixon. I got cut off. You should never cut off somebody about to quote Richard Nixon. Well, I didn't know you were quoting him. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's the answer. You know, what did, what did Levine say, by the way? I interrupted you. I want to see how close I came. Levine said, um, Mark Levin said, if, if lying repeatedly to Congress and then having your boss, Joe Biden, that'll tell that you lied, because yesterday Joe Biden admitted the border is a crisis. <laughs> and, and our, and our DHS bald-headed buddy has been saying repeatedly for three years, it's no crisis. And then also... Not following the law, not upholding the Constitution, and not living up to your oath of office. If that is not considered a high crime and misdemeanor of of um, totally destroying the public trust that's been given to you in that position, if that's not impeachable, nothing is. There'll never be a high enough uh, offense uh, for you to be impeached. I agree. I agree. I agree. And I, I couldn't find a, a problem with that argument. Now, um, I, I I saw two or three days ago, my last time I really got to look at the news, that some immigrant in New York shot the double bird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as he was released without bail. He, yeah. He was shooting it at us. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that, that, that should be an ever add the Republicans run between now and the election. Yep. It would be good if they did. Well, we're at what one twelve? Yeah, except that you're gonna have to take some time out. So we got seven minutes left. Seven minutes. You got something left? Brag, brag um, up there, the DA. He's pointing fingers. Hokel's pointing fingers. Everybody up there because the the double fisted barrel of shooting the bird by an immigrant that had already committed other offenses prior to kicking the cop in the head being released without cash bail and then fleeing the state. And I think he got picked up in Arizona, him and a couple buddies by ICE because ICE is not allowed to do anything in New York. So they had to wait till he was in a state where they will cooperate. So they got him in Arizona. <laughs> that, that story has run so wildfire on the, the um, like Fox news and other more middle and conservative sites that even Mayor Adams, uh, Bragg up there, the DA and Hochul and all them, they're pointing fingers at each other. They're just completely crawfishing over this. I got a question for you. You're, you you've gone down with Big Jim quite a bit to Mexico, but did you know that Ecuador does not have immigration? It's open borders. Now nobody wants to stay there. Ecuador. Well, isn't that why our our buddy? Um, from WikiLeaks was down there or in their embassy or something. I, I maybe Assange. Uh, yeah, Julian Assange. Julian Assange. 
Yeah, so it's interesting to me. I, now, that's a long way from our border, so you'd have to cross several more borders to get here that does have immigration. But I find it interesting is that you doesn't matter where you're from, what you do, you can just boat right on in. Mm-hmm. Then why are Ecuadorians coming here? Well, I mean, I, what what the reason that whoever again back in my three weeks of of, uh, of X Twitter, I saw that and I thought, well, okay, well, what they're trying to say is that that's that's the front side of the pipeline, and the back side of the pipeline is the Eagle Pass. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so you know that's not how they do it. I I don't know. I know that Mexico is struggling just as much with their border, the south borders, with what um, Guatemala. Yeah, uh, and and. They're having just as much trouble there as we are. The border towns, they're all messy. I don't know. I don't, you know, the, the answer, the whole thing is, is that we had it solved when Trump was in. And then we, then, and that's my whole idea. We can't fix the problem of the people who've been here their whole lives. We'd like to fix it. We'd like to do some right. type of amnesty, something where we could fix it. But until you shut the border down, you can't even start. You can't. And as long as there's welfare, you can't. So you're going to have to fix those two things. You can't give welfare. To, you can't make it. They, it's they like Democrats card. don't understand incentives. They don't. They're trying to crash. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. I think they do. I think they you do. know, Andrew Wilkow has been saying this for years. You cannot be a free handout society and an open border right. at the same time. Thank it's you, like hanging a free beer sign over your house. You'll be overrun. You will not have any beer. There you go. There you go. I, you know, the, I will tell you this: that the solution to this whole thing is, is is that they've gotten us where we don't have confidence in anything: police, elections, welfare system. Uh, I don't even think the music industry is trusted anymore because because people like Britney Swift. But but I, you know, our politicians can't be trusted. There's but there is one thing that can be trusted. And that's PJ's coffee. That is so true, James. In fact, I've been drinking PJ's coffee as we've been podcasting. And I can tell you, I got it from Houghton, the PJ's in Houghton, where I got delicious coffee, wonderful breakfast pastries. They have egg bites. I tell you, they're great. And, of course, they also have breakfast sandwiches, lunch sandwiches, and all-natural Red Bull, along with boosted teas. So you can get, go into there, have this wonderful experience. It's very peaceful. You can do studying. You can learn about all these bills and things we're going to go over and be more informed as you go to the voting booth and do it with delicious coffee. There we go. So, so we don't need to take the black pill. We do not. No, just the black can... coffee, James. Okay, now, so so I do want to talk about some sometime. I want us three talk about the black pill um, that that some are saying that the, that they're trying to make us take, where we give up hope, and you know how that is. Is I think that's even in you know some some uh, in that uh, that book. You know what? My mind's going blank because I'm tired. Yeah. That, all right. We're gonna we're, listen. We're going to uh, we're going to tomorrow do a technology Thursday. Mm-hmm. Friday, we're going to cover uh, the conspiracy. We actually already know what it is going to be. It's going to be Hawaii. What's going on where all that burning took place? Uh, Dwayne gave some very good uh, comments this morning in the green room, and, and I, I look forward to that. Monday, I'm excited. We're going to talk about the um, 
the, the decision where immunity was where it said that, that presidents are immune from prosecution if it's ultra vires, if it's beyond their their office. Um, yes, what, what they're supposed to be doing office. We're going to cover that, but it's it's it, it, at this point we are going to do it as a just standalone case. It's going to take writs are going to be taken up. Once writs are, are taken up, and we can look at how this thing is briefed very well, we're going to have Victoria come in at that point. She cannot make Monday. Okay. So we're going to be doing without her. But I also want to talk about a case that Dwayne brought up. Uh, apparently a woman has been found guilty of, of, I guess it would be negligent homicide because her kid went to a school and killed some people. Yep. And I definitely want to talk about this idea of criminal negligence. And so that that's going to be on the same day. We're, but it's going to be law day. We're just not going to have the Victoria to it because I've got her on a very important project and she's loving it. And you don't take a mind off of a project when they're really getting into it. Right. Guys, enjoyed it. Appreciate it. Our listeners, I appreciate it. Um, I got to tell you that that I wake up in the morning and first thing I do is look at the comrades. I love comments from our listeners. Now you yes. can come on X and comment if you don't. Yes. You don't have to be in the comrades, which is kind of ex- for the new listeners. Comrades are the people who were there from the beginning. Right. They've been here to kind of walk us through it. Thank you guys ever very much, and we will be back tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye.